Yeah, settling in well. Um, we've been uh, been down now about two months. It's January, so November and December. Um, doing gym work and really only kind of gone to the pitch in December. So um, we're probably, you know, just building the foundations and really only getting going now in January, you know, preparing for the league. So we've, we've settled in really well. You're not a stranger to this Clare team in particular, I suppose. Uh, you were in the Louth Colours in Cusick Park not that long ago. A good victory on that occasion. But obviously, you must have seen something in that Clare team, in that campaign, that when the job became available, attracted you to it? Ah, yeah. Look, uh, like my three years kind of come up, finished up in Loud, you know, and it, most most managers kind of do your your three-year stint and then that's most likely, you know, it's, um, you kind of run your time. So, but... We'd be sitting down at the end of the, the year when we finished up with Loud and we we done it quite early, um, to give the county a chance, you know, to to, to look and, and give them time to, to recruit a new manager, um, out of respect to Loud and we had time to think about things and you know, uh, Evan kinda of stepped down after us, so um we we had a look at that and we were kinda of thinking before the, the job was even advertised that it would be a nice position. There's fantastic players in Clare fantastic technical footballers and to play a lovely brand and want to play a lovely brand of football so that was probably the you know the biggest attraction was that the the philosophy is such the natural philosophy of the girls in, in Clare you know tend to run very closely to our own hearts here in Kildare and in, in a kicking a kicking game and a fast transition game so yeah they were probably the their you know the original tasteful ideas that we were thinking at the time so which made the job very appealing to us and I guess as well, you were walking into a dressing room that had been desperately unlucky not to reach an All-Ireland final, uh, obviously going to that extra time with Leash and, and Mon Ernie turning it on at, at crucial periods. But then, you know, the All-Star nominations followed. It's it's a high enough profile gig in, at that level. Yeah, it, oh, it is. Yeah, and look, they've been knocking on the door uh, for numerous years, you know, and I think... I, I I wouldn't be speaking out of turn when you know at the at the beginning of every year Claire would be looked at one of the favourites to win an All Ireland you know and on paper when when you put players out on paper and you read the the programs there there's always a fantastic fifteen out and and brilliant players you know that play high level you know uh, college football and you know have won All Stars like you said and have play a high level in other sports as well so. Um, you know they've always been deemed favourites, if not the favourites, but one of the favourites. So yeah, in, in some respects, it is a it is a high profile job, and and look at that. There's responsibility there on us to take that on as well. You know, it's a I suppose when we took over and allowed, they were just out of junior, and it was probably about settling the ship and maybe bringing our own kind of philosophy too loud and maybe and we probably changed it up a little bit down there um, to bring, bring our style in and I suppose with Claire there's probably similarities there so the changes you know and the, the good work that's been done before us um, it's about you know probably getting our own stamp on it but continuing on the good work that's been previously done as well and at county board level and I suppose there's a bit of continuity for yourself as well. You've you, you've referenced us there, um, in that piece. Like you, you kind of have a management team that that are with you, so you kind of know each other and what you're looking for. Yeah, and look, um, Brian and Lee, they've been we've been together now probably seven years. Um, they come, we go everywhere together nearly. You know, they're 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 two fantastic coaches. Um, you know, Lee's a coach and he does our stats and analysis as well. And then Brian, you know, just day in, day out coach, working with players, technical coach. And, you know, they're just two really good guys. You know, they've 
great ways with players and, and players seem to be drifting towards them, you know, just even have conversations with them outside of football and, you know, they're just that kind of people. Um, so they've been fantastic for me and, um, yeah, no, we've been together, like I said, seven years, so we do have a good team team in place going forward and with Owen, um, we are with a good strength and conditioning coach this year, Owen McMahon. Um, so yeah, no, we, we have we have a good team in place. Um, the girls seem to be enjoying what we're doing at the moment. Um, yeah, and everything seems to be quite positive, you know. So we're happy enough with how it started. Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Has the the expectations then met the reality of what you've kind of experienced for the last couple of months? Yeah, and I look at like I think for us even in training, you know, we we're, we're really enjoying it. Um, like I was saying, that the philosophy, the players and ourselves, our values kind of cross over quite well. So. In training, you know, it's very exciting for us because we tend to like to see certain things happen in training, and it's kind of a natural way for Claire, you know. So we do, we thought, you know, be like little kids going out some nights or coming home some nights, you know, after just a good session and and the girls putting in big performances and you know uh, looking like they're really enjoying it, they're moving really well at the moment. So um, it has been a good start. It's been a positive start, um, and you know everyone seems in good form, and you know we're just we're building quite slowly at the moment you know it's just going from the gym to the field to challenge games we're just trying to time it right um you know it's a it's a marathon year because with the split season you're coming from club into you know college football and you know other sports involved there as well the background into the county so for for county footballers it can be quite long and it can kind of continue you know it can continue around into itself in some way so we didn't really want to rush into anything. We wanted to give them that that small break at the start and and spend a bit of time in the gym, not to be rushing back out into the field into the, you know, the the wet and the the wind and keep them out of it for a while and and, and slowly get back out into the field and try and try and time it right then for for Sligo in two weeks. Yeah, and I suppose keep yourselves out of the rain as well. Everyone's trying to do that uh, these last couple of days. Um, <laughs> I, you mentioned like you'd obviously you'd have known quite a number of the high-profile names coming down as well, but uh, we understand there's a, a couple may not be around in in 2023. Um, w- would that be much of a, a concern? Um, well, I wouldn't say a concern. You know, it, it's obviously it's, it's it's disappointing that there's a few of them not around, but it's it's very much individual, and and you know it's. You know, it's just there's other things going on. Like the life probably has taken over for some of them, you know. And um, for some of the players, their hands are tied. You know, we've a couple out of the country um, that physically can't get back. You know, I would have had conversations with them, and they're they're age, and you know, they're they're disappointed that they they can't play this year. Um, so you know, it's just life has gone the way for for this season. But that's football, you know. And look, in, in every county team, you have a transition of players every year, you know. So it's no different than any other team I suppose just there's a couple of names that you know to come back in this year high, more high profile like you said but we've we've brought in you know players that have been there previously who are away last year have come back in and you know um, numbers wise they've probably crossed over quite well you know we've lost six or seven brought in six or seven who would have been there previously who have come back and a couple of younger girls in as well and around the panel so we're carrying probably about 34, 35 at the moment, um, yeah, no, it's been, it's been quite positive, you know, so there's um, disappointment probably not the word I would use, you know, it's just life got in the way for them and that's and that's it, you know, and I, of course we never close the door on any of them as well, you know, because their situations are what they are and some for some of them or for most of them it's not their fault, you know, so we've never closed the door on them and they're always welcome back in. 
And hopefully that uh, occurs as the year goes on. And as you said, some of the younger players there, obviously um, a couple of those will be stepping up from that, that minor victory last year, which is a great foundation to have as well. Yeah, it's nice and they're enthusiastic as well. You know, they're, they're full of energy. Um, you know, Eamor, the captain, even just to name one off the top of my head, uh, you know, she she's absolutely flying. She's a, she's a great girl for the future there and there's a few others. Um, so they're, they're, they're full of confidence and they're full of energy and, you know, the, it's great because they're they're very much, you know, in the, still in a development phase as such because they're only 17, 18 and, and they're getting into work with some senior players now and, you know, get to that senior intensity and senior levels and, and continue their growth in that regard. So it's been brilliant working with them and they're, they're a breath of fresh air to, to work with, you know, um, and of course off the back of last year, you know, winning their All-Ireland medal, um, it's just continuing on that confidence and, and, you know, they're on a bit of a high, so you're trying to keep them there as long as you can, you know, so football is a, it's an interesting game and confidence can go up and down very quickly, so um, you're just trying to keep them keep them happy and keep them believing in themselves and keeping them, you know, on that on the right track. And as you said, that league campaign is up first, Division 3. I don't think that'll bother too many people. It's a, a section where Clare can, I'd imagine, be quite competitive. Um, and it's that back to the old structure, I suppose. You know, it was broken down mm. between a, a 2A and 2B and all that kind of thing. Is that a positive from your point of view? I know Evan would have spoken before last year's league that, you know, there was only the couple of games and he didn't feel it was enough for players. Uh, are you pleased now that it's returned to the, 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 the bigger format? Yeah, I, I, from what I can gather from most in the county managers, I think that we all are pleased. Um, previous, the last the two years, it became very much championship, championship, championship. Um, you know, you were surviving all year, or the, the, like the top teams were at the top level. But you know, for Clare, it was very unfortunate for them last year. You know, Division Two is, you know, it can, it's very tough. It's really tough, and if you split in half, it becomes even tougher, and you. you it becomes about survival, and I, I can I could understand that, and I could relate to it because loud we'd won Division Four the previous year and gone up to Division Three, and the split was still in place, and we were hoping for a full league campaign that we could get settled into it. You know, we'd a draw against Ligo in our opening game, and then you know all of a sudden you're under serious pressure. If you lose another game, you're in relegation, and that's only two games into a league campaign. So it's very unfair on teams you know who are getting promoted or relegated to try and settle into a division so i think we're all probably happy with the the seven games like i said with the small transition of players for us um it's great that we're going to get to see them in competitive action you know it's all right playing challenge games playing well in in them games and you know doing well in training and being competitive in training but to step out into a league game and in, in, in poor weather which you know the first probably four or five games will be in you know, and get into the trenches with other teams and, and fight for two points. It's It really shows up players and it's going to give them all a great chance to fight for the Your Ireland squad as such. So um, we're, we're looking at it very positively and we're excited now to get going. And I suppose on a purely practical level as well, it, it eats up the time between league and championship. I know that was a huge concern last year, that big gap. And I know it was filled a little bit by the Connacht League, but there was a couple of terms and conditions applied there. Um, not sure yeah. if they're going back in for that yet, and we'll, we'll worry about that later on. But it'll probably help you structure your season a little bit better, having it that bit more extended from a league point of view. Yeah, no, well, we're going to be moving into a, a Munster um, provincial system in, in some capacity that's not confirmed yet by Munster of um, the structures are there. Um, I know Leitrim and Sligo voted against us for to go back into the Connacht next year. 
Um, but uh, yeah, look, the connect was great for them last year just for games because it's very important. You know, Clare would have been left outfield by themselves because mm. it would have been nearly impossible for them to get games. And, you know, when you have massive break weeks, you, you need games put in place. And I know even uh, managers are looking for the, the three week gap in the middle of the league to see where we played them in a challenge, you know. So, last year you're looking at probably trying to get four or five challenge games in the middle of a, what should be a league campaign so we were all playing a similar amount of games anyway so the games that are you know concrete that they're there in place it's brilliant you know so it, it just stops all that kind of messing around and it gives structure and it gives it it gives players you know goals and short-term medium-term goals as well you know of where they are throughout the squad whether it's breaking into the 30 or the 15 or the top 20 match day 20 you know it, it gives them opportunities to target a competition and see where they are at the end of that competition. And then as a group, you know, where we are as well. And, you know, for us, with new faces and new bodies in, you know, we want to be very competitive in Division 3, but we want to try and do it the right way, which is, you know, in a squad rotation. So that's going to be a challenge, but it's going to be very important to make sure that everyone gets a fair shot at being in our squad for the All-Ireland. So overall it's 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 quite positive and yeah like it it does it does fill fill the weeks in the middle as well you know which is great